When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 114 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me via Zoom, Charles Headland. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. What's happening? Oh, man. Just living life, man. It's finally nice outside. Minute. It has been a hot minute. That's for sure, man. Holy smokes. You've been, uh, yeah. you've been on a temporary hiatus from the podcast, just kind of nonstop 24-7 turkey hunting, huh? Just about. I think I've missed the one day so far since the opener of Pennsylvania. So it's been like 14, 15 days straight. That's including Sundays in West Virginia. You're a madman. You're absolutely a madman. Yeah. I woke up at 2.50 a.m. this morning. Who does that? Not me. (laughs) I was still looking at my eyelids. (laughs) I was trying to, I was trying to mentor my, my boss and his son on some turkeys. They got a nice property that, uh, they have permission, sole permission to hunt, and grass got too high on them, man. They were like six or seven big gobblers there early in the year, but we went out there today, and it was just way too wet, way too foggy, way too hot. So Gnarly. No luck, but we almost shot a coyote, so that was almost really cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, you want to get into our partners real quick, and then we can just kind of keep rolling on with this? Yeah, we can touch on them real, real fast because we got a couple guys here waiting on the line anxiously to talk about fishing, I guess, if we, we must. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about fishing. <laughs> Although I will start with Scree Gear because I'm extremely excited about my new Nebo rain jacket and pants, especially the rain jacket for fishing, because I always see you guys out there, especially Nick there. He's out there in the pouring down rain in Florida with that rain jacket on. I got super jealous over the years. So I will say Scree, I picked up that Nebo rain jacket. I love it, dude. Love it. Breathes unbelievable. I wore it for like four miles in the hills of West Virginia. 
and like 65 degree temps, it, it don't get much worse than that. So um, at least around here, I should say for deer season purposes, but it was awesome, man. Yeah, totally, man. I just got a uh, blast from them earlier. Their VIP deals like 30% off right now. Um, head over, check them out. You can get signed up for the VIP. They send you text updates and send you coupon codes and stuff like that. It's pretty sweet. Um, use code WDP20 for 20% off your first purchase. And that leads us right into VIP archery. Yes, sir. So VIP archery, we're going to be getting Matt on uh, real soon here to talk about some of his new products and what's going on um, with the industry. But guys, give him all the love and support. He needs it. Um, you'll see those products hit the line very soon here. He's going to have a whole line of a bunch of different stuff coming out. So, and of course, he's working on new broadheads. Why not? Right. Why not? He just dropped four new ones. He's working on another one. So give him, give him some love. Give, go check him out. He's an animal. I love Matt. Well, I'm excited to get him on too. So that'll be cool. That'll be really cool. And dude, you were just holding him up a second ago, man. A&F custom calls. You still have a hold of mine. Look, I haven't been out to use them, man. They're scattered across my desk. I, I got them literally just sitting around everywhere. Look at that. Some of them I play with. Some of them I use. I carry three or four good ones right now. Um, I'm breaking in the fifth one, but I have them in every single cut. The ghost cut is becoming my absolute favorite. I can do everything with that. I almost called that coyote in today All with right. that ghost cut, just doing some shrieks and stuff. I, I We didn't have much going on for turkey, so I figured why not mess with the coyote. I dig it. But, uh, man, his – his calls are second to none. Love them. Love them. All custom made in Ohio. I mean, used to be PA boy, but he mm -hmm. had to move to Ohio and get the cheap licenses. And yeah, <laughs> I'm a little jealous. Nothing little jealous, wrong with that, man. Nothing boy. wrong with that. And, you know, he's giving a portion of his proceeds to the Allegheny National Forest, which is awesome. Correct. Yeah. Very cool. All Very right. Cool. Well, let's uh, jump right into it. I mean, we always want to thank Allen Limb Manufacturing as well and New Canoe. Um, yep. we got some guys on here, some new canoes, huh? at least one for sure. I'm not sure what Adam's running these days. I think he might have sold his kayak and just given up on fishing. I'm not totally sure, but we have a couple fishing boys on here from the yak and for bass tournament. What's going on boys. How's it going, man? Just living the dream up here in the Pacific Northwest. Perfect. Perfect. Well, they know who we are. Let's go through and talk about how you guys are. We've had Nick on the podcast before, but I'll let him do a quick little intro, and then Adam, you can jump right in right after him. Yeah, I had several episodes back. Nick Chandler from Heart of Florida. My name's Adam Glass, uh, originally from Florida, and now uh, now living in the great state of Oregon. Uh, I have a, a small YouTube channel called Central Florida Outdoors. Still talking through if I need to do a rebrand or something. I'd hate to because that lovely hat you're wearing there. I, I would hate to make it obsolete. So Central Florida, man. I want to make it worth money someday. So there you go. See, you need to change your channel name from like <laughs> southeast to northwest or something like that. Outdoors. Ah, okay. 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 I'm kicking a few things okay. around. So I like we'll it. We'll see. Yeah. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, it'd be kind of tough to keep a name Central Florida Outdoors when you're in Oregon, but you know, that that was one heck of a big move you made there, man. It was it was kind of interesting, but I don't think I can blame you. You happy with the move? I mean, you escaped the heat. You got some different, a lot, really different weather up there, I would imagine, in Oregon. Yeah, no, it's been great uh, talking with some family back in Florida, and it's been like nine, 90 degrees there every day. Right now, it's like 65 and sunny, so it's, mm. and like, you know, 20% humidity, too, so it's it's pretty great. Um, 
uh, yeah, a lot of different things to hunt up here. I actually just two days ago uh, sent off for all my controlled hunts. So got uh, put in for elk, uh, mule deer, um, uh, sheep, put in for sheep hunt and for pronghorn hunt. Most of those I won't draw, but uh, probably at least draw either an elk or a deer, if not both. That is so. sweet. I'm pretty jealous, honestly, man. That's that's really cool. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Nick, did you put in for your elk and sheep tags in Florida this year? <laughs> Not yet. I've been too busy fishing. <laughs> oh, make sure you get on it, Fish. though. At least get your preference point for the Florida sheep. <laughs> Had a phone call. Yeah, Not even a sure. giggle from that one. <laughs> so, he, he had something going on in the background there. I yeah. saw that. But So, I'm a, I'm a little hoarse, but we, we brought these boys on because we've been part of now for the fourth year the Yakin for Bass fishing tournament, right? That Walter Lee and a group of us, basically, he was the mind child behind it. But we kind of built this thing as a, an entire group, you know, with Parker McDonald and Walter and Chase and Nick. And then I think Adam joined in after the first year he competed as just a regular fisherman and then came on as um, someone with, obviously, a YouTube channel and some reach that he wanted to, uh, you know, join in on the crater side. Plus we figured he caught too many big fish. So he was kind of cheating. Anyways, we wouldn't get any more competitors if we didn't bring him onto our side where he can't win. But Walt pretends like he's busy all the time. Have him on chase. I don't know. Maybe he's working. They're both podcasting. You know, Hey, yeah, they're podcasting. That's why he's not on, but I am going to get him. I'm going to get him maybe tomorrow while he's fishing. I'm just going to spearhead him and get him for like 10, 15 minutes. I'm, I'm going to try at least. I mean, really, we got the main four guys anyways that have been putting in most input over the off season while Walt was busy, you know, pretending like he knew how to hunt or something. <laughs> so you guys did that episode the other day, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But start with, you know, obviously the yakking for bass. It just kicked off last weekend. Um, last Saturday, I think it was like the 14th or something like that, or 16th. What day was that? The 13th. What is um, no, it was know. the 14th, way. I guess. Yeah, the 14th. Yeah, 14th, yeah. yeah. So it kicked off last Saturday, and it runs for almost an entire month. It ends in the middle of June. So you get, you know, a bunch of weekends and a bunch of time to fish, and it's your best five fish. This thing, you know, we talked about how we were going to improve it and everything we were going to do, and – we did make some good changes this year, I think, with, uh, you know, Fishing Chaos and some other apps. But I haven't fished at all. So I'm introducing it. And I'm going to leave it off to you guys to kind of see how the app's going, how the fishing is going, what you guys have seen so far. Because we're now in it, you know, four, four or so, five days into this tournament. And uh, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, so I want to touch on a couple more things um, about the tournament itself. So it is, um, it's basically a month long. So like you said, it started on the 14th and it's going to end on the 12th of June. Um, you have until the 29th of May to sign up. Um, that being said, it is a month long tournament. It's a CPR style tournament or catch photo release. And basically last year we were able to donate $500 to takemefishing.org. That's kind of like the premise of this. We want to raise some money and donate to a good cause. That also being said, by signing up, you can win some great prizes. If you 
Um, the first 25 who signed up, I think they got a one-year membership to Spartan Forge. That's actually closed now because we have 38 anglers in this right now currently. Um, this year is a little bit different too because previously it was a paddle sports competition where you could use kayaks and paddle boards and canoes. And even last year we kind of had like a funny little division where you could use like a pool floaty. Um, but we've always had questions about can we use a john boat or a motorized boat or anything it's always been no so this year it's actually opened up to a boating division which is kind of cool also and we have a lunker division so biggest fish so there's a couple good um you know updates there like charles said we moved to a different app it's fishing chaos instead of tourney x it's a lot more user-friendly it's not nearly as difficult as the last app um and back to the prizes there kind of real quick I, I touched on the Spartan Forge memberships, but by submitting a fish, you can also get entered in to win a starter pack from Scree. And there's a bunch of other prizes. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but there's a lot of prizes you can win. And then, of course, the Lunker Pot. Um, I'm not sure how we're doing the um, prize distribution, but it is all of the Lunker Pot is going to the winner in some form or fashion. I don't know whether we're doing a gift card or what, but. And then, of course, if one of the creators wins, we're mm-hmm. donating it back to takemefishing.org but yeah so there is that those are kind of like the updates and stuff for this year we're trying to you know double that $500 this year it just started we really kicked off the first weekend and then you know we have until June 12th to fish and you know it's your best five fish and yeah I've been out once I think uh I think Adam you went out smallmouth fishing and then of course Nick he has been just slaying fish like he always does so (laughs) I'll let you uh take it from there Nick I think I've only been out probably about three or four times at, yeah, probably about three times now. Not nothing like last year, but um, no, I really do like this app a lot better. It's like you said, it's a lot user-friendly, a lot less confusion, especially with when it comes to the, you know, podcast YouTubers, how we have a separate division. Cause there was a lot of people that always got confused with that, especially once it got down to the end, whenever we were mixed up up there with the top, you know, with the winners and everything, but I actually enjoy this app a lot better. I, I have to say, um, there was, I guess this is our first year actually helping out with the, uh, the, uh, actual judging, judging the fish. Um, I know it actually seems to be a lot smoother. It used to take in like about a day or so before they'd actually get except. There's multiple judges this year. It's kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but I have to say it's definitely a lot, a lot better app for sure. There's a lot more going on. Yeah, totally. Adam, have you been out at all? I think you mentioned that you went out smallmouth fishing one time or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I got a chance to go out one time for about, oh, we were out there maybe hour, hour and a half. Um, yeah, I like the app. I think what I like about the app is that it's not just a tournament app. So I think people that use it will find there's a lot of resources on there, you know, whether it's getting connected with a club or uh, other tournaments. Uh, there's even it has like guides and charters on there. So that's pretty cool. Um, there are several things I like, I I know it was a lot more flexible for us when we were trying to figure out, you know, we had all these really great ideas, I feel like for the last several years. And, uh, every time we had a great idea, it was like, Oh, well, we can't do that though, because this app doesn't let us. So, uh, that solved a lot of our problems, but yeah, I got a chance to go out once. Um, I actually got one of my buddies to sign up and, uh, uh, he actually kind of slayed that day. Uh, he caught five and I only caught one. So I did catch the big fish though. I caught the big fish of the day and, 
a little pound and a half smally. So uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's fun. Those smallmouth, they fight hard. I'm used to catching largemouth, and they're a lot bigger. But those smallmouth, man, they for for their size, they're feisty. They definitely are feisty, man. We have some big ones around here. And when you, especially when you get up on like the Great Lake, like um, Lake Erie, and you catch one of the really big ones, like during the spawn, it's like a freight train grabbed a hold of your hook, man. It's just absolutely insane. Chuck, I don't think you've been out yet, so we won't touch on your fishing update yet. You've been getting your kayak ready and stuff though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Kayak's ready. I was trying to get my trailer ready. I have an old uh, four by eight trailer that I wanted to make specifically for my kayak. And then I went out there bought all the lumber, got everything ready for it to build these racks and uh, realized that both tires were like completely dry rotted out. So got to wait to replace those. But, you know, it's 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 still turkey season, but I kind of have the itch, you know, just watching you guys on Marco Polo talk about it. I'm like, man, I got to get out. I, I got to get on the water. I, I, for one, I got the, the new new canoe. So I want to get that thing out there for sure and see what the difference is going to be like, because uh, I've never fished from anything with such stability before in my life. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. See, what you should have done is you should have taken that $47,000 that you spent on the lumber and just bought a new trailer. I probably could have, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm trying to take one out of Walt's book here on how he did it for his GNU trailer and how he kind of built this railing system. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do with mine. Um, but it's an old trailer. I haven't used it. I've, I bought that thing in like 2009 for like 300 bucks, 200 bucks off some guy, you know, and I've had it ever since. It used to be my old landscaping trailer when I first started off. So I never got rid of it because like, what am I going to get out of it? You know what I mean? Like a hundred bucks, is it worth getting rid of it for a hundred bucks? No. So I finally found a use for it. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I mean, that, that's taking new canoe is like 83 pounds naked. Yeah. And, and then I got to throw, I have a trolling motor for it. Then you throw the battery on there. That alone, mm. man, uh, that I had struggled with that. We brought it to Ohio, the deer hunt. And boy, oh boy, was I humbled by how heavy that thing gets. It's insane. Now, Nick, you, so have, the, uh, you have the flint. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like going to say, uh, what's that? How do you like it? Oh, I love it. But, I mean, even that. By the time you, I don't have a battery or any of that stuff on there, but by the time you put just your, your basic stuff, the stuff that I use anyways, it's still, it's not the easiest thing in the world to lug around. So I can only imagine. I mean, I would, I've been throwing around getting a trailer myself, but that right there is going to make a world of difference when it comes to uh, having everything you need, everything set up and ready to go. But because even having a truck, by the time you got fishing poles in there and you got all your tackle in the back and your kayak. And then like me, I mean, I have tools in the back of my truck. You're having to shuffle around all the time. So the trailer is going to make a roll of the difference. I've been throwing yeah. around ideas myself. Yeah, for yeah sure. no doubt about it. For sure. I, came from a, I came from a kayak where I could literally put it in the back of my truck and angle it just right. And I could still mm-hmm. close the hood on the back of my truck. Yeah. So, you know, it, that was nice. That was actually really nice. So you just throw it back in there and, and go wherever, but I'm looking yeah. forward to it, man. You know, you guys got me, you really do got me pumped up. I'm, you know, I, I got something out. I got some beef for, for Walt. It's coming, you know, I get, I'm going to smack him in the mouth this year. He, he don't know it, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh man, around though, 
and I'm thinking about this, you know, really, do we really need those guys on this podcast? I mean, we have two former winners right here, <laughs> Adam and Nick. Like, they're this the guys is true. that actually catch the fish. Oh, man. Guys. I don't know. Chase has been – he's been steady at it, man. He's been steady at it. The Iceman has man, a solid bag you. right now. Yeah, I think it got to him last year or so, something got to him. He's been He's been steady at it every single day. Well, yeah, he's wearing that Heart of Florida Outdoors, you know, hat right now, too. So they, I feel like there's a little bit of weird juju going on there, man. <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's, it, what's, what's the fishing like right now, Nick? You've probably done the most fishing. What's Florida looking like right now? There's some, some numbers coming out of Florida right now. Like you mentioned, Chase, um, Mike, I think it's Ponticelli's his last name. Um, mm-hmm. there's been some numbers getting dropped. Oh, is he from Florida? Mike? I got you. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. The, I've only been out. I've only been to a couple different places, and it was pick, It picked up quite a bit this afternoon. We had a kind of a thunderstorm roll through, so the pressure dropped, and they really started getting into it. But other than that, it's been a little slow for me. But, I mean, that's that's just coming from the few times that I went out, though. Right, right. But, no, I can dig that. Now. What I thought was interesting is when I listened to that podcast you guys did on uh, Chasing Tails, you had talked about how, and I believe it was on the podcast, but you talked about how, you know, one year, you know, you'd have a bait that like they just absolutely crush on. And then the next year you go back to it and it's like, that's not it, but something else might hit. And it's, I started thinking about that, you know, because the first year or the second year when I did pretty well for myself, um, I was flirting up there around 90 inches. I all top water, like a frog with a buzz bait or something, you know, buzz bait with a trailer and, and I just killed it. And then last year, like it was not there, totally different. And I felt like I just kept doing the same thing from the year prior because it's what, what worked for me. And I just try to keep waiting for it, but it seems like you're the frog guy, Nick, that's something <laughs> that you continue to use. Is that something that's you think if it's not hitting, you might have to switch it up a little bit? It depends on the place. Sometimes it, and also your vegetation and you know areas you're fishing. But generally, the areas and the lakes that I fish with the frog and I have a lot of luck. Usually, it's every year is about the same to me. Okay, okay. Now cool. Adam probably has the hardest transition of anybody. He actually, there's no, there's no doubt about it. The guy moved like. Was that thousands of miles away from one tip of the country to the other you know you're trying to fish a completely different fish basically with smallmouth what is well, i want to know what your plan is to try to get some numbers up because you're a guy that's broken the 100 inch number on in this tournament and and has actually won it outright so i want to hear what the uh the madman's got yeah, I mean, it, the fishing is so much different up here, and the, the tactics, the techniques you go, uh, you try to catch fish on. The one thing that does seem to be the same is topwater. Uh, a lot of guys, I guess, catch them on whopper ploppers up here. Uh, I experimented a little bit with that last time and didn't get any bites, uh, and the weather seemed perfect. I mean, it was cloudy, overcast, uh, kind of late afternoon. I thought topwater bite was going to pick up, and it never did. But uh, deep cranking is something that uh, seems to produce pretty well, which is actually something I did a little bit of in Florida, which isn't something you think about in Florida, but I actually caught quite a few big fish offshore deep cranking, like shell bars and stuff like that. 
Um, so that kind of translates, but other than that, it's like Ned rigs and jigs and a lot of stuff that I didn't do a lot of in Florida. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how any of my, my skills that I gained growing up fishing in Florida might translate or might even, uh, might even hinder me from having an open mind and trying things that like right now, the last thing I want to do is pick up a Ned rig, like nothing <laughs> in me wants to pick up a Ned rig. Like, uh, in my garage, I have a seven foot 11 extra heavy with 60 pound braid and a two ounce tungsten weight rigged up to go punch grass mats. And, uh, so nothing in me wants to tie on some six pound fluorocarbon and throw a Ned rig, but I might have to. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> man. I actually really like Ned rig fishing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially for smallies, man. It, it's hilarious. It it does. It really works for him, man. I've crushed him on it. Well, that's good to know. Well, yeah. Now, Austin, full circle, man. Let's just, uh, you know, oh. excuses aside awesome. this year. Okay. Okay. Excuses aside, your kids are growing up. No babies this year for the first time. Word. What is your plan? And first off, well, we'll get there later. What is your plan? How are you going to put up some big numbers this year? And do you think you'll break like the 90 inch mark this year? So how are you going to do it? Based off of the last podcast, I can't let chase down. So I'm going to be chasing that hundred inch mark this year. Okay. I plan on doing that sort of similar to like what I did the other night. Once I get the kids down and I have some free time on my hands, it's going to be a lot of not fishing during the week until, you know, probably closer to the end of the week, but I'm going to do a lot of night fishing going out for a couple of hours and just, you know, hitting some of my better spots that I have and really trying to put some fish on the board. I think that's kind of probably my best bet at this point. And then I'm kind of similar in the same boat as you. Um, like this coming weekend, I have your brother's wedding and, you know, Sunday I might be able to, <clears throat> um, get out and do some fishing. If not, you know, I'm just going to rely on some weeks. And then those last couple of weekends, I should be able to fish pretty hard. But yeah, and even at that too, man, I'm trying to get some turkey hunting in yet. Um, I got some scouting to do. I got to put out cameras and stuff yet. I got a full plate on top of a full-time job and two kids and everything else, man. It's going to yeah. be gnarly. Well, it sounds like the excuses were coming back up at the end there, but transitioning forward, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off there, Chuck, but transitioning forward, I kind of wanted to like not take it back a second, but I wanted to talk to each and every one of you and get like kind of your perspective a little bit of what's how these past couple of years have come and where you are now with fishing. And then, um, what was like your favorite experience from the tournament in these past couple of years? And then we'll just kind of move forward from there and we'll do a little bit of, uh, you know, shit talking. I'm no good at that. No good at that. No, I know you're not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll kick it off. I, I haven't done any fishing yet this year, but then again, I'm right on pace with the last three years. I, I haven't done any fishing basically in the first two weeks of the last three se- the last three years uh, yakking for bass because we're still in our turkey season. Um, I'm still, like I said, probably going out every single day. I'll be out in the morning. I'll be out, um, you know, Thursday and Friday morning as well. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, 
expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor. Or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard. And Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. But, you know, the evenings, now you can hunt all day in the evening so i'm going to try to start getting out fishing in the evenings if i can especially with a lot of these fronts it's that time of year right now in pennsylvania where a lot of these little pop-up storms are coming through and they're severe and you can get on either side of them you know i might go out and throw my my nebo rain jacket on and and literally go out and fish it just before those storms bear the storm maybe fight some beavers off and then uh try to you know land some pretty good fish because that hit before and after that storm around, it's just insane. You know, you've seen it. It's, it's absolutely insane, but I'm, I, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know uh, in this tournament in the past, my favorite moments, you know, my, one of my definite favorite moments was the one night, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was two years ago. We went out to a local public lake and hunted or yeah, fished all night. Literally we started at like nine, p.m. fished the entire night through then the next morning we're like well it's the morning bite now let's just keep going probably fished till 4 p.m. the next day right through the middle of the day just kept going no non-stop bounced around different ponds and stuff caught a bunch of fish put up probably you know 85 86 inches that night just in uh large mouth but that was one of my favorite experiences you know last year was kind of a bust for me uh, I made a lot of excuses because I didn't have a kayak that I really trusted or liked, and it wasn't comfortable. Like I'd be out there and my butt would fall asleep in 15 minutes. You know, I'd, I'd bring out two seat cushions, and it still wouldn't help. It was just it was terrible. My back would start hurting. My butt would fall asleep. It's like, you know, I'm not enjoying myself. So why why would I continue to do this? Like I'm not having fun like I was the past two years when I've had a blast doing this tournament. So I'm I'm looking forward to this year. Better equipment. I got all the rods. I get all everything all set up, ready to go. I actually just went and loaded up a cart on Rogers Sporting Goods for like $120 worth of fishing stuff. So I'm ready, boys. <laughs> there you fired go, up. buddy. There you go. <laughs> I'm fired waiting up. on you. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting on you. Oh, that's fine. All right, Nick. You no, cut right into tired. it, brother. I just said, I just said we're waiting on you. <laughs> we're waiting on you. <laughs> Why don't you go into it a little bit? What, what's kind of like, what's kind of your perspective on the tournament been these last couple of years? And then what's kind of like your favorite experience? Yeah, I started, I think the second year of the tournament, I followed, I followed the tournament the first year you guys did it. And, uh, I really, really was interested in it. I just wasn't quite too sure about it. Cause I mean, living in Florida, I've bass fished my entire life, but never competitively, never really, really I mean, it might have been, I mean, I've lived on ponds, I've lived on lakes that had really good fishing, and I'd fish from time to time, but never got crazy into it. But the tournament actually pushed me to get more and more into it. I've met a lot of people, met a lot of good friends. I mean, like you guys, for example, I mean, Walt, Chase, I mean, Chase came down, me, Chase and Adam's been fishing, had several, several good moments out on the lakes and going down to Fellsmere and just just time in, time out. I mean, it's, it's been it's been great. Um, heck, I've spent a lot of money because of it, <laughs> buying new canoes, 
and <laughs> buy six or six or seven dollar two ninety eight rods and uh, <laughs> all kind of frogs and everything you could think of. I mean, I actually enjoy it. It's been That's a blast. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Very cool. Very cool. What about you, Adam? A couple good points. Uh, not to cut off Adam though, but he. He brought up a couple of different points I want to touch on because it was the same for me and, and people around here, I think. You you mentioned how you followed the tournament that first year because you were a little skeptical. And the first thing that I get a lot of kickback over the last, um, you know, first couple of years when we first started doing this was, well, I mean, if people can fish anywhere, you can't really compete against guys in Florida or Texas or some of these big bass states. But in all reality, it's not what it's all about, right? This is right. more for the fun and enjoyment of pushing yourself to get outdoors more, pushing right. yourself to fish more from a kayak, which is, a, this is something I didn't do before this tournament. I did not fish right. from a kayak, like at Me all, neither. zero. Me neither. It pushes you to do that, which is really, really cool, Nick. You mentioned both of those things, and I, I think that hit with me, and I think that hits with people around here, because I keep hearing now more and more people, hey, when's that, that bass fishing tournament you do coming up? When's that coming up? When's yeah. that coming up? And, you know, and that's it's starting to take off where people are realizing like, this is more than just a fishing tournament. This is right. something that we're doing because we're passionate and we're having a lot of fun with it. So right. I wanted to touch on that before we went off and, and talk about Adam as well. That's a great point. No, I though, meant man. to say more about it myself. I just uh, got carried away with all that other stuff, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely pushed me to do things I wouldn't have done before. And like you said, I, I thought it was a lot more than what it is, but it's, it's really just a good time and mm -hmm. all going for a good cause and i would just add too that just getting access to that facebook page is worth the entry fee <laughs> even if you don't want to fish just enter just so you can get the premium right. content of that facebook page because there's 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 a there's a lot of i mean i haven't seen any memes yet this year the, the oh. memes have not been have not been as good as in years past so y'all better get on that but i My will bad. say it's <laughs> Man, it's worth it. <laughs> sure. You're dang right. You're true, dang right. Uh, and so if we're talking about memories, uh, I'm going to give two. I'm not I'm not going to do Nick Chandler and say that, that, that I just have a bunch of good memories. I am going to give you mem specific memories, but I'm going to give you two. Um, so I'll have to say the first one was when I was fishing as just a competitor the first year. And actually Nick's the one who told me about the tournament. He had followed it the year before. And he's like, hey, there's this tournament. It seems seems pretty cool. I uh, think think we might be able to compete in it, actually. And so uh, I was all excited about it. And I was, like, messaging Walt on Instagram. I was like, hey, when, when can I sign up for this tournament? Like, four months before the tournament came out. And uh, so the first year competing, I know I was a little bit ahead. I was in first place. But, I, but it wasn't by much. It was, like, maybe an inch. And... I was scared of that sandbagger that might be storing up a few inches and I was sweating it cause I had worked so hard. I wanted to win that tournament so bad. And it was my last day to fish. It was like the day before the tournament uh, closed and I was fishing uh, a little, a uh, little public lake down South of me. And uh, it was like, it was getting dark. I had maybe mosquitoes were coming out. I had maybe 10 minutes left to fish and uh, I set the hook big fish comes up shakes its head it's like six pounds plus i get it right in the boat i reach down to grab it and something happens and it came off right at the boat and i was so upset like i was livid and uh i kid you not two casts later 
one even bigger, jumps all over that swim bait. And I made sure I got that one in the kayak that time. And uh, so that, I remember that took me from like 98 inches to like 104 inches, just having that big kicker fish. And I slept a little bit better that night having, uh, having that kicker fish in there for sure. And then the, probably my all time favorite memory is uh, last year, Nick and I <laughs> did quite a bit of fishing and uh, we actually had a, a two day camping trip that was just the most wild fiasco and not to be TMI, but I had actually just had a hernia surgery a couple weeks before that. And so Nick was like helping me carry my kayak and here I am like limping, walking all this distance, dragging a kayak and, and, uh, we didn't even catch that many fish, but it was just a great time getting tore up by mosquitoes and sleeping in a tent on a concrete pad, getting hardly any sleep. So that, that's probably my, that's probably my favorite memory. That's awesome, man. I forgot that you had hernia surgery. We had like so many jokes leading up to that and all kinds of stuff. And then you got this good guy right here, Nick, freaking helping you carry your kayak and everything, man. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Nick on that one. And then, I mean, I guess another, it's my least favorite memory is losing that phone on, on that <laughs> with, tournament. With that, like that 300 had, inches of fish on it. it. It had three fish over seven pounds. Uh, it had 112 and something inches. inches. Nick ended up, ended up, uh, posting more than that anyway so i wouldn't have won but uh yeah i had no joke i had a seven pound bass on the board and i was taking a picture of him and he jumped up and knocked my phone out of my hand i didn't have it tethered yeah <laughs> allegedly, I, allegedly. That's, I know allegedly. right that's such a fish story such <laughs> such a classic fish story I'm, I'm pretty sure what really happened was you lost another one of those seven pounders in the boat and then you just threw your your phone in the water well gave up so my wife makes fun of me because I had to buy a new bump board this year because when I dropped my phone or when that fish knocked my phone out of my hand, I got so mad I snapped my bump board in half. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had to get a new one this year. I love it. Unreal, man. That is so funny. Holy smokes. Oh, man. That, that's, that's a tough break, too, because, you know, you do something like that this year, it might cost you, you know, the lunker potentially. I don't know. Um Right now, I think it's at 21 and a half inches. If that's still holding, there's an update. What it was, there's an update. Is there an update? Yeah, okay. I don't, should, should we talk about it? Because I, I, I saw it pop up and I didn't, I didn't get to look at it yet. So hit me with I, it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. 25. Yeah, talk about it. My phone's been dead for like no. an hour. So. 25. Yes. What? Somebody got a 25 inch, huh? 25. That's what it's looking to me. It's looking 25. I know, I know Oregon won't beat that. Unless unless yeah. Walt lets me like post a sturgeon or something. Well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to hop on here and reject that fish. Then I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> who caught it? Uh, uh, what is his name? Um, Hold on, I'm looking. Richard Richard Sanders. Sanders. Okay, so Richard, Ooh. I didn't know that he was even in the tournament. He had caught. Okay, so my back. Yeah. Richard had caught this this bass, and I was just going through back through the Chasing Tails um, uh, Barco Polo group today. I'm like 10 days behind. This is before the tournament even started. I'm watching. He caught this bass that was every bit of 25, 26 inches. Dude, it was enormous, enormous fish. I didn't know he was in the tournament, um, but I'd like to see it. Cause I, I, and I, and I believe him cause that dude catches some fish, man. 
I mean, it, it has it has the tournament identifier on it, so it has the tournament, which wasn't out at the time of you know that wasn't out but prior I, to the tournament. I will say, oh, no, 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 I'm he's not covering the, the D. Fish. He's covering the D with his hand. So, just saying, <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with him. Could be enough. Dude, that is a giant. Oh my! I'm gonna have to look at it, but you know he he's not wow. quite safe yet because we still have a lot of tournament left, and I don't know if you caught my bold prediction from the chasing tails one, but I'm gonna swoop in with a 26 incher. I'm just saying. Good luck to you, buddy. I know. Good luck he, to you. Are you going to Florida? Uh I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep that on the DL. How I'm gonna do that? Have you guys ever been to Bass Pro Shop? <laughs> I don't think Bass Pro Shop has a 25 inch, buddy. They, they said they said you can fish anywhere, right? I they mean, did. <laughs> you're on a paddle sport. It'll be. You wouldn't even have to bring your own. They've got they've got them right there in the store. Just borrow yeah. one. So I, I should borrow. Hey, I that bring might tackle be a good anything. opportunity to do the pool floaties. There you go. That's there what I'm talking go. about. See, Base. we got it on lockdown right now, man. Holy smokes! All right. Well, well I mean. Yeah, I mean, not to uh, not to keep anyone from entering the big bass, you know, the Lunker tournament. Because let's be honest, what is it? Ten bucks? You're you're basically donating that money to to a good cause. But you know, some of that portion will go to a good a good cause. The rest will go towards the prize. But man, twenty five inches is gonna be a tough one to beat, boys. That is gonna be a tough one, man. Nick, wait, wait, you had a you had about a twenty five incher last year, did you not? I think it was just shy of 25. I think I, I think I, I just couldn't get the table to stay on the 25 inch mark, and I think it ended up being 24 and three quarter. One of them. I had, I had a on that phone I lost. I had a 25. I believe it was 25 and a quarter. Um, he weighed seven pounds, 12 ounces, and it was the skinniest fish I've ever caught. Like my PB uh, was quite a bit shorter than he was. It was the longest fish by far that I'd ever caught. Unreal, man. Unreal. Yeah, I think the wow. ten pounder I caught was like twenty four and something. Twenty four and some change. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they fluctuate a lot. I'd be interested to see what that fish weighs that he has there, that twenty five incher, because it is a fat boy. Yeah. It's it, it, it's funny too one. because you know, this is what kind of keeps us all on a level playing field. You know, a lot of bass fishing tournaments are based off of weight. Um, and this kind of keeps you in line. Like you guys are talking about, you had a 10 pounder and you didn't break 24, but then you catch, you know, this whole CPR tournament with a bump board and going by length of it keeps everybody kind of on this even keel the whole time, which is kind of nice, which makes it mm -hmm. sense. I mean, us up in Pennsylvania actually have a fighting chance against you guys down in Florida. And we definitely have a fighting chance against Oregon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Poor Oregon. <laughs> oh, no, you never know. Well, that being said, I kind of want to open up the floor here a little bit. I want to give Chuck the first opportunity because this is the second podcast off of the Chasing Tales. I, I feel like this guy needs to defend himself just a little bit. Yeah, you're lucky I haven't listened to that episode for about a week now. I forget half of it. And then, I, you know, I was I was pausing about every 20 minutes through that episode and sending you guys Marco Polos, just like cussing you out. It was great. I was having such a good time. And then at the end, like Austin's best memory was like going fishing with me and Lane and all that. And I was like, man. Then he goes and says something nice. I'm like, screw these guys. <laughs> but I have to clear my name a little bit because Walt talks a lot of trash, even though in all reality, the guy has had one successful year out of three in this tournament. Let's be honest. Um, 
and he talks a lot of trash. I want to clear up first and foremost. I did not call Nick Chandler out last year. I was I was up against Walt fifty dollars. Oh no! Oh no! Fishing. Chuck, you are your 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 audio is cutting out. Oh no! <laughs> I won't I won't say who did call him out, but I remember specifically. We went back and checked the record. It was me. I'll just I'll just out myself. It'll be okay. It was me. You remember though, Austin? We were on an episode with Walt, and Walt suggested said, "Austin, you should call Nick out." It's that. true. We were on it that is very episode, true. and he said, "You should call Nick out." So you know, Nick, that all came from Walt. Walt thought from the beginning you didn't have it. He plays his games. But from oh. the beginning, he's like, that Nick Chandler can't fish. So you should call him out, Austin. You got a chance. And he knew I couldn't fish last year either, too. So that was kind of just, oh, come on. That wasn't really fair. That was, yeah. But I thought that was hilarious because Nick did take that that trash talk into a next level last year. And, uh, man, whatever fire we lit under your butt, man. You were out there just <laughs> catching giants, giants. And uh, Sometimes you, you, gave, you gave a good smack down to Austino there. So <laughs> oh, he tore me up, man. I had a good year last year, too. He just he just destroyed me, man. Some money. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, the boy. second thing I wanted to clear up was that I did not rat out Lane Baker. Mind you, <laughs> that did not happen. That fish was already pulled, completely taken from it. Then I went on after the fact and said, "Hey, Walt, I see you. Uh, see you got rid of Lane's." He said, "Yeah, I talked to him. You know, he was clearly on a John boat because I talked to Lane about it. And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I would have thought it was okay initially to do a John boat because you're still paddling. But then we talked about it and we we said that it was no good. But I had to clear my name there too. And then uh, I got to trash talk a little bit. So the first year we did this tournament." Walt caught like two fish, right? The whole, I took him a month. He caught 69 inches. I looked the other day. He caught 69 inches, but it was in like the last two days or something like that. It was literally in the last like night. He caught his, his bag. Yeah. Me and you at that point, first year we're taking on him and chase and we put a smack down on those two total inches. We did. So year one, we put a smack down on those boys from Florida, little PA boys where everybody wanted to trash talk. He sandbagged that fish to the last night. <laughs> he, went out. he did. Personal best at like 10 p.m. Too much time. I went catch my PB at 10 p.m., get within a quarter of an inch, and miss the next five consecutive fish. I lose at the boat. That oh, all I had to replace was like a 15-incher. So he, he gets a smackdown year one. He's me by a quarter inch year two. And then last year, pretty good beating. Right, he probably beat me by what twenty inches, something like that. Yep, twenty twenty five inches. He had a really good year, so I just don't think the guy's got what it takes. I don't think he's got what it takes. I'll be honest. This is year four. You know, I I think last year was a fluke. I'm coming for him. <laughs> I'm coming for him. Good. I like that <laughs> attitude, man. It's gonna be good. I want to give. Okay, so you got to talk a little bit of smack now. I want to give Adam mm-hmm. a second because. He's kind of got the major disadvantages here. He's a whole new place. I want him to take the opportunity to talk a little bit of smack. Even though he's at a disadvantage, what is he going to do to just, you know, take down the competition? Yeah, I mean, so it's possible. I will say I just saw a Facebook post, um, a one-day tournament bag where the smallest bass was over five pounds. 
Um, and they had a seven pound largemouth. So Oregon could potentially now the seven pound largemouth up here is like 19 inches. So it's, it's not, it's not like the long ones in Florida that are going to be 23, 24 inches, but I could potentially maybe sneak a few big ones. Um, do I want to call somebody out? I mean, I, I have somebody in mind. I have somebody in mind. I'm afraid, I'm afraid I'll light a fire if I call them out, but what the heck I might as well. I, I, my goal this year would be to beat Walt. Cause like you guys said, I mean, first year, what was that? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, you would think the tournament, the tournament organizer would at least fish his, give a college try anyways. The, and I mean, I guess, I guess, I, I guess maybe he gave it a college try last year, but I, all I remember is just polo after polo of him being upset that he missed another fish. So um, Walt, Walt, if I beat Walt, I'd be very happy, I guess. I like it. I like it. Kingslayer, what do you got going on there, brother? With who am I call, calling? Yeah, out? I need I need some smack talk here, man. Give me give me something. I guess seems how he's doing so well. I guess I'll go after Chase. Yeah, I guess it'd be that'd be a, that'd be a fair fair playing field. Has to I, do what? I said you have to. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to go out of the realm of the creators. I guess I'll just stick to it. I'm going to call one out, too. I'm going to go on the easy side of things. I mean, and I'm just going to go with my old trusty. And since he's still too busy turkey hunting, I'm going to take Parker down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you signed up yet. Parker <laughs> every year and every year still fishes us. But, yeah, he goes to Texas. I know. His dad's fishing right now. His dad's got all kinds of fish on the yet. board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, yeah. Have so, you I mean – Nothing. I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard that he's been fishing at all. But I think his turkey season's over. So we'll have to get on him. Watch out, Austin. Yep. Oh, he'll just come in and sweeping victory against me, I'm sure. We'll see what happens. (laughs) I was going to mention, like, nobody called out Parker. How does he get off scotch-free on this whole thing? It's because he just, you know, plays – he lays low, and then he'll come in with, like, little jabs. Right, he'll come in with a little jab <laughs> every once in a while. And you're like, man, this guy, his inch, you'll just see him creeping up that ladder. And you're like, man, what is he doing? How is he fishing out there all the time? But I mean, in, in all reality, I don't know. We'll see. This is uh, second year, I guess. Well, I think this is second year after he quit his job and has been on his own, self employed. So we'll see how that plays an effect. That could keep him pretty busy. You know, he's going to have a lot of content to edit. He's got a lot of stuff going on. I'm sure he has a lot of creative stuff that's backed up with some of his turkey trips. That might be a good year to get get after him, Austin. You, you might have made a good call. You know, might lock into a couple decent fish, but I still think Adam and I got him. At the, at this point, if I caught a 15 incher, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh man. man, hilarious. Yeah. Well, I I I don't want to keep you guys all night. Is there anything that we're missing to cover on the topic or anything you guys want to throw out there? One last dig or anything like that? Not that I can think of, buddy. Okay. Okay. Chucky? I'm usually a guy for many words, but I think I got them all out. You know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm feisty this year, man. You, you better watch out. I'm feisty. I think, I think this season I'd like to uh, – 
maybe getting together fishing, more group fishing. Uh, you know, two years ago, it was a lot of me just getting out when I can, last hour, two hours after work, you know, running around like crazy. But I'd like to fish, you know, more with uh, with some other guys, maybe with Austin and some local buddies. And it's so much more fun when you're fishing with buddies. I agree. For sure. I agree. Adam, anything from you, buddy? No, man. Got nothing to add. It's been, it's been fun, though. Absolutely, man. Well, why don't you guys go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you, your channels, your Instagrams, all that fun stuff. Sure. Yeah. I mean, my, my Instagram and my, my YouTube are the same. So it's Central FL Outdoors. And uh, yeah, you can, you can find me there, uh, Instagram and YouTube. And uh, have, I've had a little hiatus from posting content, cut, cut me uh, some slack. I did move across the country. So there was a little bit of a break there, but uh, I got into some duck hunting this year. So I've actually, I've got a duck hunting video that I'm working on that I know duck season's way over, but got a, got a video I need to upload there. So there'll be some content coming out. Very cool. Very cool. Nick, what about you, man? You can find everything heart of Florida at heart of Florida, YouTube, Instagram, even got a TikTok now. Oh, buddy, we do too. Okay. I think Adam, okay. you, you started up a TikTok too, didn't you? Uh, not for Central Florida Outdoors. Yeah, I, I just have one so I can stock yours. Nice. Well, we're gonna follow. Send. We're gonna we're gonna follow these tonight. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll head over there. Show these guys some love. Subscribe to their channels. Check them out. Look for some new content coming out and. uh Get yourself signed up. Head over to Fishing Chaos. Search for the Chasing Tails Yakking for Bass Challenge, I believe, instead of tournament. We call it a challenge. T-A-L-E-S. If you just type in Chasing, it'll pop up. It'll be the first one that comes up. Yeah. Get yourself signed up. Have some fun. Talk some smack. And, you know, donate some money to a good cause. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it. You boys coming on, man. Thanks for uh, spending the night with us. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It was fun stuff. Appreciate you having us on. Very cool. Appreciate you guys for all your time and all your efforts with everything, with the tournament and everything. Oh, man, it's a blast. I enjoyed it. All right, guys. Until next week.